Hey, in this week's English lesson, I'm going to teach you 10 English expressions, some of them slang that will help you in daily life. That's right. These are expressions that native English speakers use. And now you, my friend, are going to be able to use them. Are you ready? Well then, I'm teacher Tiffany. Let's jump right in. The very first one I'm going to teach you is salty. <laughs> you got it right after me again, salty. Excellent. Now this is an expression and also kind of a slang term. It just means feeling bitter or angry about something. Now you've probably heard salty when you want to put something on your food, right? And you say, oh, that's a little bit too salty. We're not speaking about flavor. We're actually speaking about a person's uh, feelings. Again, feeling bitter or angry about something. Let me give you an example. I want you to imagine this situation. You are in a group of friends. There are three of you, right? And one of the friends buys a gift for your other friend, but not for you. How would you feel in that situation? Hmm. I wonder why she didn't get me a gift. You start thinking, well, wait a minute. Maybe she's closer to her and well, wait a minute. Maybe she doesn't like me as a friend. All of a sudden you start to feel a little bit bitter or a little bit angry. You start to become salty. You got it. Yes. Excellent. All right. So I want us to check out three example sentences using this expression so that you can start using it in real life. Here we go. Sentence number one, he got so salty when we beat him at basketball, that last shot we made, he was like, nah, nah, nope. You guys cheated. All of a sudden he got salty. He got so salty when we beat him at basketball. It's making sense, isn't it? Good. Here we go. Sentence number two, sentence number two. Don't be salty about not getting the job. There will be other opportunities. So you see, we can use this expression in many different situations. Someone didn't get a job and they're sad. They're a little bit upset. Someone else got it and they didn't get it. In this situation, we can say to that person, Hey, don't be salty about not getting the job. There will be other opportunities. Make sense. All right. Sentence number two, using this expression, this term, she was a bit salty after her breakup. When she broke up with her boyfriend, she was a little bit bitter, a little bit angry. She was a bit salty after her breakup. Makes sense, right? You're understanding how we use this term again, salty. Very good. Now we're going to move on to number two, but don't forget download the English with Tiffany app because you can go to the practice sessions, the practice lessons that are attached to today's lesson. So you don't want to miss out. There's so much practice for you to make sure you're understanding everything we're talking about. All right, here we go. Number two. This is another good one. It's slang. It's something that is used commonly though, by native English speakers. Many of the younger generation uses it, but I also use it at times depending on who I'm speaking with. Number two is straight fire. Yep. 
You heard me right. <laughs> Again, after me, straight fire. Excellent. Now, these are two words you have probably heard used independently. But straight fire, when they put these two words together, what do they mean? It means something that is really good or cool. Yeah, something that's really good or cool. For example, I've told you many times that my mother whoo, is an amazing cook. She really cooks well. And I'm not just being biased because I'm her daughter. Other people agree. So for Thanksgiving, unfortunately, we weren't able to spend it together because my parents were a bit under the weather. They were quite sick. Now they're good. So after that, two weeks after Thanksgiving, we all got together and my mom cooked an amazing meal. She made vegan lasagna. She made string beans, corn, so many different things. And as I was eating the food, I said, man, this food is straight fire. This food is so good. Makes sense, right? All right, here we go. Sentence number one. Let's look at some example sentences using this expression. Sentence number one. His new song is straight fire. His new song is amazing. His new song is so good. His new song is straight fire fire. Again, we're talking about these expressions that native English speakers use in real life. And now when you hear them, you understand what's being said. And you also can pick times when you want to use them as well. So again, straight fire. Next, I was tempted to sing a song at that moment, but a song didn't come to my mind fast enough. <laughs> Don't worry. If it does, I'll sing for you later on. Here we go. Sentence number two. This pizza is straight fire. Let's order another one. This is so good. We have to get another one. This pizza is straight fire. Let's order another one. And next sentence number three, her outfit is straight fire. Where did she get it? Woo. That outfit is nice. Her outfit is straight fire. You got it. Excellent. All right. So again, number two is straight fire. Let's move on to expression. Number three, again, expressions you can start using in real life. Number three is sus. <laughs> I know you're probably looking at the screen or if you're listening to me, you're probably pausing. Like I've never heard this one, Tiffany again, after me sus. Excellent. Now this just means suspicious or shady. Something that you're not really sure about. Something seems a little strange. It's literally the shortened form of suspicious or suspect something that you're not necessarily sure about. You're questioning. We say sus. Now this is slang. You would not use it in a business meeting. However, you'll see it used on television programs. You'll hear it when you listen to people on podcasts sometimes, and you'll probably hear it when looking at your phone at different videos on TikTok or Instagram or whatever social media platform you use, sus will probably come out. So here are some examples that show you how to use this word. That guy hanging around seems kind of sus. 
One more time. That guy hanging around seems kind of sus. Something about that guy is a little bit shady. I'm not really sure about him. Something about him seems a little bit suspicious. That guy hanging around seems kind of sus. You got it, right? Excellent. All right, here we go. Sentence number two. I don't trust that website. It looks sus. Something about it doesn't look good. It's suspicious. And sentence number three. Her story seems a bit sus to me. Not really sure if I can believe what she's saying. Her story seems a bit sus to me. Now, again, this is a term and expression that more of the younger generation uses on a regular basis, but it's important for you to know what it means. If you choose to use it, go for it. That's what it's all about using these things in real life. But at least I want you to know what it means if you hear it. All right. Make sense. Here we go. Let's move on to expression number four, another very important one for you to know. All right. Number four snitch. Good. Again, after me snitch. Excellent. Now this just refers to someone who tells on others or gives information to authorities. They tell the authorities, Hey, she's the one that did it. She's the one or Hey, he's the one. He's the one snitch a person who tells on others or gives information to the authorities, FBI, police, teacher. Again, if you have a classroom of students, the teacher walks out the classroom and all the students start talking, maybe acting up and maybe something falls on the ground and breaks. And the students say, Hey, don't tell the teacher. Everyone just stay quiet. Teacher walks back in the room, sees the broken glass on the floor and says, who did it? Teacher Brandon, Brandon is the one that did it. A snitch. The person who told on Brandon makes sense. All right, here we go. Example sentence number one, we called him a snitch because he always tells the teacher when we talk in class. Number two, don't be a snitch. Keep our plans a secret. Don't tell anybody. And sentence number three, I can't believe she snitched on me. Make sense. Excellent. Now this is a word you can start using today. It's a very good expression that we use. Okay. Number five, expression number five. Remember all these expressions will help you start speaking English in real life in your daily life. Number five is shook. Good. Again, after me shook. Excellent. Now this just means feeling surprised or frightened, surprised or frightened. Take me aback. Oh man, I wasn't expecting that. I was shook. So let's say for example, ah, when I was in South Korea, don't worry, story time is coming, but I'll tell you this short story. We used to go to the karaoke place all the time. We loved it, right? I enjoy singing. My friends and I would sing, dance around. We have a good time. One of our friends came with us. I had never heard her sing before. Sweet girl, right? So we get to the karaoke place. I thought she was a quiet person. My friends, the other friends actually knew that she could sing. I was the only one that didn't know. So they give her the mic and I'm like, oh, this is going to be real sweet. She starts singing like Whitney Houston and I was shook. 
I was sitting there in awe. How did that voice come out of that little body? I was shook. I was surprised. You caught it, right? Excellent. All right, here we go. Sentence number one. I was shook when I found out she was moving away. Surprised. Sentence number two. That movie was so intense, it left me shook. And sentence number three. He was shook when he saw the size of the spider on his wall. Makes sense. Surprised or frightened. We say shook. Excellent. All right, here we go. Number six. Snappy. Good. Excellent. Again, after me snappy. Great job. Now this expression, it just means someone who has a quick wit or sharp comebacks. Again, someone who has a quick wit or sharp comebacks. So snappy, let's say for example, you have a group of people, four individuals sitting together and one individual, his name is Mark and another individual, her name is Samantha. And Mark makes a comment about Samantha's outfit. Mark says, Oh, I see you're wearing your brown sweater today. Samantha says, why do you not like it? Whoa. Mark says, you're a little bit snappy today. You caught it. He made a comment about her sweater and she immediately responded. Why you don't like it? Something wrong with it. Remember snappy means quick wit or sharp comebacks. You come back very quickly and usually in a negative way. Okay. Now these three examples and instances are going to help you understand how and when to use this expression like a native English speaker. So here we go. The first examples and that will help you is this. She's so snappy. She always has a clever reply. Next number two. If you can't keep up with his snappy jokes, he'll leave you behind. He's telling quick jokes. And if you can't keep up, he's going to keep it moving. He's going to leave you in the dust. And number three, the comedians snappy one liners had the audience in stitches, had them laughing so hard because he was very quick with his statements. So snappy can also be used when someone is telling jokes. That's why the first part of the definition is someone who has a quick wit, quick humor, able to think on the fly. Something happens and they make a joke very quickly. We say snappy Make sense. All right. Excellent. All right. Don't forget to practice in the app. All right. Number seven, number seven, screaming. Yeah, that's right. Again, after me screaming. Excellent. Now you already know the word scream, the verb, ah, right? <laughs> you scream when something happens, but this is used in a different way. Let me explain. It just means laughing really hard. We say I am screaming. It means I'm laughing really hard. One of my friends, right? I have many good friends. One of my friends, when we get together, we laugh so 
hard. We have a similar sense of humor and things will be funny and we will laugh to the point where we can't breathe. We're crying, we're falling on the ground and we usually say, girl, you got me screaming. And we're talking about laughing really hard. Make sense? All right, check out these example sentences. That meme had me screaming. That meme was extremely funny and it made me laugh really hard. Make sense? All right, here we go. Number two, his improv performance was so funny. I was screaming with laughter. Yep, you got it. And sentence number three, we were screaming when we saw the prank they pulled. It was hilarious. All right, so again, don't forget when someone says screaming, it doesn't automatically mean that they're afraid. It can mean they're laughing really hard. All right, let's move on to number eight. Number eight, again, expressions you can use in your daily life. Number eight is swag. Good, again, swag. Excellent. Now, this is one you might have heard before. You might not have, but you might have heard before. It literally just refers to a sense of style or confidence. And usually we use it to refer to guys. It's not wrong to use it for women, but normally it's used when referring to guys. A guy that has great style, a guy that has great confidence, and when he walks into a room, heads turn. Okay, I like his swag. Or a guy that can really speak in an eloquent way and draw the attention of everyone. Wow, he has swag. Make sense? Now, this is a slang expression. So here are some examples and sentences. Number one, he's got so much swag, he walks like he owns the place. He walks into the room and everyone turns. Sentence number two, I need a new wardrobe to match my swag. This individual, maybe they're in their teenage years and they're feeling their swag and they're saying, I need an outfit to match my swag. I need to change my wardrobe. And now number three, she's got swag for days. She can pull off any outfit. Again, sometimes it can be used to speak about females. All right. So we say swag. Good job. All right. Number nine, again, expressions you can use in your daily life. Number nine is snack. Good. Again, snack. Excellent. Now again, you're probably thinking to yourself, Tiffany, teacher, I appreciate you. I appreciate you teaching me these new expressions, but come on, Tiff, I know this. Snack, that's just something you eat in between meals. That is true. However, this expression, this slang expression means a good looking person. You heard me right. We use this term to refer to a good looking person. Now <laughs> I have used this quite a few times. <laughs> I'll be very honest with you when I'm with my female friends and we either see a guy on a television program or a movie or even in real life walking past us, we'll say to each other, not out loud to the gentleman. Now he is a snack. I'm laughing because I'm literally teaching you things that I use in my daily life. So it's funny for me to actually say them here because you're, listen, I'm your teacher, but I listen, this is how I talk. He's a snack. 
he is a snack. <laughs> so it just means a very good looking person. All right. Here's the example sentence. She's such a snack. I can't take my eyes off her. All right. Now, again, you have to be careful when you use this. It is a compliment, but normally we don't say it to the person. We'll speak about the person to our friends. It's a compliment. So you're not saying anything negative. You're just saying, wow, he is really good looking. He is a snack, right? So we do say it to our friends referring to someone else. Sentence number two, we all agreed that he was a snack. <laughs> and number three, he didn't realize that the girl thought he was a snack. He didn't know the girl thought he was attractive. Make sense? <laughs> Excellent. All right. Are you a snack? Here we go. <laughs> number 10. Let's go to number 10. Number 10 is slay. Good. Again, slay. Excellent. Now I've used this a few times. It is mainly used by, I can't even say the younger generation. Just some people do use it, right? I know exactly what it means. If someone says it, I can follow along. It literally just refers to someone succeeding or looking amazing, succeeding or looking amazing. And most times I'll hear it used when someone has an amazing outfit on and we'll say, okay, girl, slay. We're just saying, Hey, you look amazing. You're doing it. Slay. Okay. Slay. And sometimes people would just say the word. It just means you look amazing. It's a very good compliment. It is a slang term though. So just keep that in mind. You don't want to walk into a business meeting and your boss walks in and you say, okay, slay boss slay. Depending on who your boss is, <laughs> that might not be the right environment to use it in. Here are the example sentences. Number one, you slayed that presentation. You did a great job. You succeeded. You see how it's used in this situation, right? Here we go. Number two, she slayed the red carpet and everyone was talking about her. Meaning she looked amazing. Her outfit. Yes, it was amazing. She slayed. And number three, he's about to slay his competition in the big game. He's about to succeed. He's about to win. Make sense? Excellent. All right. I hope you enjoyed this lesson today. Remember these terms, these expressions can be used in your daily life and you'll sound like a native English speaker. I can't wait until our next lesson. Until then, remember to speak English. You still there? <laughs> you know what time it is. It's story time. Hey, I said it's story time. <laughs> All right. Today, I actually want to tell you a story about a snappy lady from when I was in high school, excuse me, in college. Now, when I was in college, right, we used to go to the library to study, right? To study for exams, to get our homework done. That was kind of our go-to on Sunday mornings. We wanted to knock out our homework for the week. So we go to the library sometimes on Sunday mornings, specifically towards the end of the semester. So my friends and I were in the library. I think we're about maybe six or seven of us sitting at this big table. Now, when you get college students together, even when they're studying, it's going to get a little bit loud, right? So we were studying, but again, we had random conversations and it was a library. So yes, we were supposed to be quiet. So the library lady 
right? The lady that worked there that ran the library, she came to our table and she was known for being very snappy, right? She was not the happiest person, right? She came to our, our table and looked very stern. She had a very stern look on her face. And basically said, you guys need to be quiet. You're in the library. She wasn't nice. I'm not going to lie to you. She wasn't nice about it. She told us to basically shut our mouths, right? So I wasn't really phased by her delivery. Of course, we listened and we got quiet, but I wasn't really phased by her delivery because I didn't think she was a mean person. I just thought, okay, this is the exterior. She has a good heart. So we continued, you know, studying and we weren't as loud, but I noticed that my best friend, she was really like upset about the entire interaction. So I said, what's wrong? She was like, why is that lady always so snappy? And she was really irritated. And I said, hun, it's okay. Like the lady's doing her job. Maybe she had a bad day. It's fine. And so my friend said, Tiff, she was being snappy with us. And I can't believe you're not upset. And I said, listen to me, I'm okay. I think she has a good heart. I said, let me prove it to you. So we continued studying, right? And then maybe about 15 minutes later, I stood up and I happened to find the library lady, right? She honestly, I was probably 19 at that time. So the library lady was probably honestly in her forties, right? So she's walking around and I went to her and I put my arm around her and I said, Hey, and of course she still had a stern look on her face and she looked at me, but I smiled at her. I said, Hey, she said, yes. I said, I just wanted to know, how's your day going? And her face just kind of got softer. And she said, well, I mean, it's not the best day, but it's not the worst day. I said, okay, I hope the rest of the day goes better for you. And she smiled. I said, well, you know, and we'll try to keep it down for you. We're sorry. You know, we don't want to make your job any harder than it has to be. And she said, thank you. And every time I came to the library after that, she would say, hey, Tiffany, how are you? So I went back and I sat next to my friend and she said, I can't do that. <laughs> and we still laugh about it to this day. More than 20 years later, we talk about it. She's like, Tiff, I can't do that. Whenever someone's snappy, I want to snap back. So I laughed at that situation, but I tell you this story to remind you that even when someone is snappy, even when someone is unkind or seems to be being rude, you never know what they're going through. Maybe they had a bad day and them being rude has nothing to do with you. They're not trying to be rude, but they've had a bad day. If you simply be kind to them, if you simply say a nice word to them, maybe just maybe it will change their day. Maybe they'll start being nice to you. Just try it. Let's treat each other well. Even when someone is not the kindest to us, let's treat them with love. I'll talk to you in the next lesson.